It's mid-December, holidays coming up, and it's a busy time of the year. It's also a dark time of the year. And this time of year, it can be joyful, it can be wistful, it can be just plain cloudy and dark all in one. So we asked our texting club how people think of December. We have your answers on today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Claxton Hepburn Medical Center, dedicated to providing patient care and regional services to the people of St. Lawrence County. ClaxtonHepburn.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Thursday, December 21st. First up, St. Lawrence University in Canton has an $11.5 million structural deficit. University President Catherine Morris told WWNY-TV that a decline in student enrollment is to blame. The highest enrollment was 2,400 students, and as of this October, it was fewer than 2,100. WWNY reports that there won't be any cuts, but vacant jobs will likely go unfilled. The university will also reduce retirement plan contributions for its faculty and staff. The administration has until fiscal year 2026 to solve the financial problems. North Country Public Radio, by the way, is owned by St. Lawrence University. The university had no editorial input or other role in the story. So we use the NCPR Texting Club to ask listeners and readers across the region to share pictures and stories of their December. First snow pictures, holiday traditions, and what they've been doing to make light with so much darkness. You can find those photos and stories online now at ncpr.org. And by the way, you can sign up for our texting club by texting the word NEW to 315-978-6277. Our texting club host and community engagement reporter Amy Feireisel joined Monica Sandresky on Northern Light to report back on people's answers. The first person I called was Heather Francis in Scroon Lake. And Francis moved there about two summers ago and bought a small bed and breakfast right in town with her husband. They moved to be closer to their daughter and grandchildren. And she shared about the town's old-time Christmas celebration, which was the second weekend of December. We really enjoy Scroon Lake. It's a small town. We've um, This is our first experience in a place that's this small, but we feel a real spirit of community, and we love the fact that everyone pitches in. Our old-time Christmas celebration last weekend, everybody pitched in, either opened their homes or uh, trimmed a tree for the Festival of Tree or contributed a basket for the uh, Chamber of Commerce raffle. Their contribution was to be a warming center for the horse-drawn wagon rides organized by the Chamber of Commerce. We um, have complimentary hot cocoa, homemade cookies, some Christmas music playing, a fire in the fireplace, and they can sit and warm up and enjoy themselves here for a while. We really enjoy that. We've met a lot of wonderful townspeople that way. That sounds really cozy. Well, speaking Mm -hmm. of traditions, there are some great pictures of kids making new winter and holiday traditions. There's one of a little girl with this huge beaming smile as she looks at a Christmas tree. What's the story there? Is that not the sweetest picture? Um, David Nisley from Lauville sent that photo of his daughter, Andy, and he grew up with this family tradition of doing a sleepover next to the Christmas tree and watching movies, and he recreated it earlier this month with his daughter. And I was actually able to call and talk to Andy on the phone. Andy's mom and David's wife, Sarah, was also on the line. I was in the weather room by a Christmas tree and watched two movies. 
My daddy got me a little toy pink elephant that I slept with. What did we have for breakfast in the morning? Do you remember? Pink, pink, Christmas pale pink. <laughs> and and then I made the mistake of referring to Sarah as mom to Andy, and you know she really set me straight. No, my mommy's not mom. I, my mommy's name is Sarah, not mom. Merry <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Well, you could say it a little bit more cheery than that. Merry Christmas. That is very precious. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I honestly, I laughed and laughed and laughed listening back to our, you know, to our interview. Um, but, you know, this time of year can also be really hard for lots of people. And I spoke with Addison Bickford about that. The, the days are short and the short days are gray and it's often raining just above freezing. And it's basically the pits and my, uh, from, from my standpoint. Bickford lives off-grid in Rainbow Lake at the end of a half-mile dirt driveway. And, you know, I asked him how he gets through these dark, rainy days, and I have to say he has a great sense of humor. Oh, uh, <laughs> one foot in front of the other. Um, I play music in the, uh, in the evenings. Um, this is the time of year I, I cut my firewood. Uh, it's nice and cool, and, uh, and my chainsaw chaps instead of being hot and sweaty uh, they feel kind of good I could wear them to bed this time of year this is also the time of year that Bickford will fix his maple sugaring lines he makes about a hundred gallons a year you know it's just me it's just me uh, I'm the boss and I'm the employee uh, that's that's the only way I can keep from getting fired <laughs> And Bickford also said that the holidays actually do help cheer him up. His real beef is with these first couple weeks in December. Well, no, for some folks, the holidays themselves can be the hard time, especially Mm -hmm. if they're far away from family or have lost a loved one. You spoke with a woman in Moira about just that. Yes. So Amber Spinner is 34 years old, and she's a music teacher in the Brushton Moira Central School District. She sent in a photo of her and her mother making a traditional fine-tuned family fudge recipe at her mom Carol's home in Malone. She actually ended up sharing that cooking is a way that they get through the holidays. I had a sister. Um, Her name was Ashley, but she passed away when I was about 22. And the three of us would make fudge and peanut butter balls for the holiday season all the time. And for a few years after she passed, we never did anything because it was difficult for us. But after quite a few years, we started doing it again. And now it It helps us get through it, too, because she passed in November, which is just basically holiday time. It's nice to connect to mom again in a safe place like making food, even though we we think about her a lot. Anyway, sorry to mean to get so emotional all of a sudden. And Spinner said I could share that clip because she knows that so many people, you know, are going through the exact same thing this time of year, missing someone. I used to say I really didn't like Christmas. Like, I hated it. But truly, honestly, it was coming from a place of sadness just because, like, I would remember so much. So I'm so happy, like, we started cooking again because I feel like it got us through it. You know what I mean? Like, you could pick up on the other side a little bit. 
I, it'd be interesting if my mom hears me say this because I've never said it to her, you know, but we feel it. We feel it. We feel it. We feel it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very powerful. And and listeners can read these stories and see all these pictures online now, right? That's right. Um, you can see pictures of the fudge making and Andy's sleepover and the horse-drawn wagon and Scroon Lake, all at ncpr.org. Plus some just gorgeous pictures of first snowfalls and, you know, dogs hanging out by the wood stove and a really beautiful sunset in Cranberry Lake. So check them all out. So remember, this whole conversation came from NCPR listeners, readers, texters, just like you. So we'd love for you to join our texting club and help shape our news coverage. Just text the word NEW to 315-978-6277. That's NEW to 315-978-6277. Music today by Martha Gallagher of Keene. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.